Hey everybody, my name is Nyla and you're listening to Greener Thoughts, the podcast about environmental news, commentary, environmental facts, and other things you'd like to know. Today's topic is going to be all about all these new responsible plastic packaging standards. So let's get started. So hey everyone, welcome to Greener Thoughts. Whether this is your first time listening or not, thanks for tuning in. The podcast Greener Thoughts is produced every Sunday and Thursday for your enjoyment. Please be sure to favorite Greener Thoughts, rate and share it, especially if you like it. And lastly, send your thoughts or questions by email to greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. So in today's episode, most of the information in the news portion just comes from treehugger.com. It's one of my favorite environmental news sites and blog sites. Um, But for the most part, it's full of all types of information and I'm going to use it for a ton of research anyway. And um, I want to first start off with um, an announcement that I talked about earlier um, in the previous episode. And it is a future giveaway um, for this month. So for those who listen, um, it is limited to only three winners. So of the um, entries that I do get, I will be picking at least uh, maximum three winners. Um, And so there are different prizes that I will get into. And I'm going to get into the criteria um, of uh, what you need to do in order to be a part of the giveaway. So I decided to do this um, in um, recognition of Earth Day because Earth Day is the 22nd of this month and um, my podcast will um, have an episode the day before because of the Sunday. I figured to do a special giveaway um, because of Earth Day and it's a a myriad of different things. You know, it happens to also be... um, National Mental Health Month, and I thought that was really important to recognize, even though that's not necessarily an environmental issue, I do try to give homage to other things that are important um, as it relates to, you know, different issues that I support and can be a part of, and definitely, um, you know, moving that conversation in a positive place, and so I thought to do something special, so the prizes are as follows. Um, one of you will receive a Sierra Club pin um, that is um, a, a more Earth Day uh, type of prize. And then this multicolored patch uh, is definitely going to be uh, a special thing. And that kind of symbolizes Greener Thoughts. And I thought about, about it when I bought it. Um, up until the time um, I get merch ready or anything like that, if you guys want that, then I will definitely consider that. But for now, the brain patch will have to do. And then the next uh, special thing is a special item that I'm going to pick online. It's a patch um, that is going to have an environmentally related theme to it and it's going to be random. So who knows? So the criteria for um, winning any of those prizes, any of those one prizes, is that you have to pick an episode um, from the podcast and let me know why it's your favorite. That's the number one thing you have to do. Number two, um, tell me what you love about Greener Thoughts, the podcast as a whole. 
And number three, and lastly, uh, let me know the environmental topics that you love most and care about most. And all these um, questions will be limited to one page. So if I get a um, certain amount of submissions and I will read through them all and pick the ones that I um, really love and then um, go from there. And so, yeah, I hope that uh, all that information was succinct enough and uh, is really attractive and uh, really speaks to why you love Greener Thoughts. And maybe you'll think about joining the giveaway for this month, just in time for uh, Earth Day. So I'm going to start into uh, why I picked this episode um, to talk about and its topic at large and I decided to talk about it mainly because I do shop at Aldi's and it is a you know fascinating uh, grocery store because of its low prices and its its model of how it it, it pushes for its grocery store um, the fact that um, the the 25 cent um, initiative for use of their carts is you know ongoing so people won't steal their carts and sometimes people will swap cards uh, with you if you just give them their uh, a quarter for that or something and then also the fact that they have you know totes for their plastic bag packaging they have even paper bag options there's always someone working there and you know getting um, the cardboard boxes on, on the carts to recycle and all types of other things that they have going for them. You know, all these is a really responsible grocery store in my opinion and uh, I'm proud to shop there. So when I saw the chance to talk about Aldi and their new uh, plastic packaging uh, standards that are very much eco-friendly and very responsible, at least for the times, I thought, oh, this is the perfect chance to talk about Aldi's. So I, I jumped at the chance. So, um, Aldi is, you know, a very, um, it's a very cool, um, uh, grocery store in my opinion, and, uh, I thought that it would be nice to share and talk about that. So I'll talk about that in just a minute. Uh, for now, um, what I've been doing in previous episodes, especially this month, is to, um, talk about, uh, National Mental Health Month and National Volunteer Month, um, as an announcement. And so the... Um, previous episodes have had me um, do, you know, facts. So I talk about brief facts in each of those type of topics, and I'll get into those. So the mental health fact for this episode is that adults in the U.S. living with serious mental illness die on average 25 years earlier than others, largely due to treatable medical conditions. Now a source from NAMI, National Alliance on Mental Illness, and this episode's uh, volunteer organization shout-out goes to the World Wildlife Fund. So, all about plastic. I do um, not like plastic. I'm not one to, you know, always buy um, plastic bags, and I, I'm, a, I'm a tote uh, carrier, so... This um, section is going to be entitled Powerless Plastic, you know, because we as consumers do have the power to figure out how we're going to get these groceries into our cart, how we're going to buy from uh, this grocery store the next time if we think about it. Like, are we going to be charged 
per bag, per tote, how much, and if it's worth it. Um, do you remember to fill your car, your, your car or your, your truck up with your reusable totes, or do you always have to end up buying more? These are the type of uh, easy, quick decisions that you can try and figure out where you lie on the spectrum of uh, your plastic and, and your uh, reusableness as regarding um, just simple things like groceries. Uh, so the background on Aldi, if you haven't heard of it, is that Aldi is a chain uh, in the U.S. They have other stores, um, and uh, they're comprised of more than 1,800 U.S. stores in about 35 states, and they service 40 million customers per month. So it's one of the biggest out there. And 90% of Aldi's range of all their products are Aldi exclusive, which is awesome because they get to work with their suppliers. And many of their goals for 2025 that they're trying to hit are um, pretty all-inclusive, very specific, I think. And they all, of course, revolve around packaging because that's what the episode's about. So by 2025, 100% of Aldi's packaging is going to uh, have the ability to be reusable, recyclable, or compostable. This includes their their plastic uh, packaging. And by 2025, the packaging material of all their Aldi exclusive products that are only sold there are going to be reduced by at least 15%. By 2020, which is in uh, one short year, 100% of Aldi's exclusive consumable packaging uh, will include the How to Recycle label. And lastly, by 2020, which is next year, uh, they're going to implement an initiative to make private label products packaging easier for customers to reuse. And they're going to evaluate all of these different things um, internally um, with experts and external evaluations. So this is an ongoing process, which I really admire. I admire the swiftness to which Aldi is you know, saying that they're going to look at all of the, the packaging that they have as a store and they're going to include easy, simple ways on the packaging itself of how to recycle it. You know, if this is able to be recycled in your local area, how you can do it, maybe, you know, give helpful tips as to how to reuse this packaging um, as a whole. And also they're um, implementing the initiative of getting private labels who aren't necessarily with Aldi, who are different companies who are being sold um, in Aldi stores, um, giving them um, packaging that's easier for customers to at the, to at the end of its life cycle, uh, they're able to easily reuse uh, that packaging, which is nice. You know, you can get enough stacks of cardboard to make a little fort if you have little ones running around or if you are deciding to use cardboard as scratch paper or cardboard paper as scratch paper or build something out of it or art. You know, these are just different ways that you can use, of course, um, packaging period, but the fact that that it's being made easier by a chain like Aldi is really uh, fascinating to me and I love this type of news. I love when companies take responsibility and have that onus on them as bigger behemoths and and giants that they are, but they're also gentle in the fact that they are creating a world that we want to live in. We want to live in a world that 
sustains us, that, that provides, but we also give back to it. And this is one of the ways that we're doing that. You know, the fact that they're limiting um, all types of, you know, bad packaging and are instead um, pushing forward and are imp implementing reusable and recyclable and compostable packaging says a lot. So Aldi um, is never, ever... Um, in its stores ever offered single-use plastic shopping bags, which is also another um, thing that I love about Aldi. And the fact that it's kept billions of plastic bags out of its landfill is one of the best feelings. Um, and they've kept it out of, you know, landfills, like I said, and oceans. And they continue, of course, do more. And the CEO of Aldi, you know, he, he says that and he pushes that and he represents, uh, he represents that in his company. Um, they've never, ever um, shelled out uh, any type of a way for that to be to be done. They've always had either really thick plastic bags, not the um, takeout plastic bags or anything like that for groceries. And they've you know switched now to reusable totes in thicker insulated type of bags. Um, but mo almost most of their totes um, you can just buy as 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 is, and they've changed their designs. Um, throughout the years so they've gotten better and better and uh, all these estimates that uh, the decision to not use single-use plastic bags has prevented 15 billion single-use plastic bags out of landfills and oceans now Greenpeace the senior uh, oceans campaigner uh, mr. David Pinsky he says that um, only 9% of single-use plastics ever um, created have been actually recycled, which is abysmal because that means all of the plastic bottles and their caps, plastic containers, and other items that we use for one single use are never ever um, uh, recycled, and that's a you know huge and big problem. That's part of consumer um, addiction. That's part of the consumer culture that we have um, as a society when we. Uh, supplement convenience um, and, and health of the planet and swap those um, for each other. And that's really a detriment and that's going to harm us in the long run, but there are ways that we can, of course, uh, fix that issue. Now, uh, the company Aldi, of course, is um, one to make intentions specifically, like I said, around their packaging and making that recyclable and compostable, but it doesn't necessarily mean that all of their um, packaging by them may be recycled or composted. So in other words, if their packaging is compostable, like you, there are some components of it that are, of course, you know, are um, made to be in the compost, but they can't probably process all of the composted material. You know, most of their packaging is recyclable anyway, but will it be... Uh, recycled by you who knows that they're giving you also that that bit in there as well that not everything that they're able to do is in their hands some of it is of course um, your burden to bear now that may be a little bit unfortunate but it's still a step in the, in the right direction because it's amazing like I said before Aldi is taking responsibility for their products their sourcing their suppliers and last but not least, their environmental footprint. And green cells. We all know that environmental uh, friendly goods, services, missions, 
these things sell and not necessarily sell as in like selling out their values but it sells as in people want to put their money and their in their heart and their soul and in, in things that they care about and many people do it if they're environmentalists or they care about what's going to happen to the planet so the fact that all these is um, going ahead and putting their money where their mouth is and doing something about all their packaging standards in 2020 and in 2025 says a lot and a lot of people are going to be behind them. So my thoughts on all these new eco-responsibility when it comes to their packaging is that um, I love the fact that Aldi is taking the initiative and is taking steps immediately to deal with all their packaging um, and specifically working with suppliers and making it easier for them. And even those who uh, happen to be a private brands, how they can uh, rethink their packaging is amazing stuff. I'm really um, happy that you know, all these is taking a step and I want to see how this will migrate to maybe other chains that people may, you know, be aware of because not everyone knows about Aldi. So the fact that, you know, maybe a Walmart or a Target or a Kroger uh, may take steps to reduce their packaging is, is, is exciting. And um, for anyone who maybe doesn't know about Aldi, like if you want to switch over to Aldi, maybe you could definitely think about, you know, doing that because if your grocery store isn't doing some of these things, maybe you should rethink that. Um, I remembered um, always uh, bringing um, reusable Aldi bags with me whenever I shop, and I still do. Uh, I just pop them in the trunk of my car. But I want to know if you do. Do you have you remembered today if you're going grocery shopping to bring your reusable tote bags or um, tote bags that are thick enough that they aren't really um, ones to break? You know, think about that. That will save you a lot of time and trouble when it comes to at checkout how you're going to, you know, finagle um, buying new bags. You know, those things add up and you want to have as many tote bags as possible and stick those in your car and um, at home for you so that you don't end up buying uh, tens more that you really don't need. I I love Aldi because it is really a reasonably priced uh, supermarket and like grocery store and I admire what Aldi is doing. And I want you to examine what grocery stores you go to and the ones that you give your money to and what they're doing to support your values. So whether you care enough about if the packaging on some of the products is Rainforest Alliance certified or whether you believe and, and know that maybe a product packaging of a product that you love is compostable, you can decide for yourself um, what grocery store um, tends to, you know, embrace your values and if they do. The ticking time bomb of climate change is real and so we have to get a better grasp on what's happening to our planet. You know, there's so many things going on nowadays and the fact that plastic packaging for this grocery store chain is of the utmost importance really says a lot to me in this 
is another peg in the ladder that we don't need to worry about because grocery stores like this are making a change. This is a this is a, a small but bigger way of letting everyone know their consumers, their shareholders, their 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 people that they represent, their local communities, that we're taking a change in the right direction and this CEO is doing well, he said he's going to do and making his company better by making the world better in this small but fascinating way. Lastly, as part of my thoughts, I want to hear your thoughts on this topic as it relates to Aldi. And if you shop at Aldi, definitely let me know. This is really special because not everyone uh, knows about Aldi. As you know, uh, 40 million people per month shop at Aldi. So that's a small part of um, the population of America. And so... Yes, a little bit more than like 10%. That's not that's not too big of an audience, but at the same time, like that's pretty cool um as a whole, I think. And so if you do shop at Aldi, let me know um what you think about the new implements and I will definitely read um all that information. So I want to resume with the uh different topic that's ahead in the Mother Earth Minutes, but I'm going to uh, first, I'll let you know about a quick message and how you can support Greener Thoughts. Do you love Greener Thoughts? If you're able to, decide to show your support of Greener Thoughts by clicking the second link in the description box of the episode. It's a direct support link for Greener Thoughts. So the Mother Earth Minutes is a time to review just in the next few minutes actions that you can take to combat the issue we talked about in the episode and of course as always save Mother Earth. So the message in today's Mother Earth Minutes is for you to of course continue to buy from, invest in, and defend companies that support and protect the earth and that you can be proud of. You know, I I am a big proponent of a, a local, fair trade, independent um, small artists from those who are local farmers, from brands that I trust and recognize, those who have environmental seals or or maybe vegan friendly, or those who um, are dolphin safe. Um, recyclable packaging is a must, like most times for me. Um, and compostable options are very much um, what I enjoy. I enjoy a myriad of things, and I want you to think about what products are you putting on your face, ingesting, sharing with others, um, putting your money and even literal stock into. What companies do you uh, uh, put your 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 faith into? And which companies are letting you down or which companies are actually rising to the occasion? Which companies do you consider mainstays in your life and which companies have faltered? You know, if a company has been, for example, um, a part of an oil spill or found to be corrupt in some way or is stealing your money and doing something else with it, you should know about that and decide, okay, I'm not going to give this company my money they don't definitely don't respect me or my money and they're abusing their power so you have to decide um how you're going to do this and do it because it matters and the planet matters and you want to be a part of the solution and not the problem 
So the first tip I have in this Mother Earth Minute is that you have to examine the supply and demand structure of the companies that you buy from. So this isn't just limited uh, to grocery stores either. So, you know, where is your food coming from? You know, ask yourself that question. How long did it take to get here? Is there a rating between the grocery store and, a, and another third-party auditor? And are they able to examine this company in all its different departments and ways of operating? And lastly, can you trust this grocery store or other company? You know, are they stealing your money? Are they uh, lying to you when it comes to internal operations? Is this company uh, moving overseas and letting you know late in the game after you've spent so much money on them when you, your values are to keep um, American products in America and, and have um, the American workforce there and ready to work? You know, examine your uh, values, of course, and the companies that you um, decide to invest in and spend your money in and you will do yourself wonders in the long run and you can be proud to um, be a part of some of these companies by supporting them the second tip is that you can put pressures on stores grocery stores to change their ways or um, you know put putting the money into the hands of those that appreciate it so that's something easy that you can do so if, for example, your local grocery store tosses food that could feed people in need, you need to examine the food practices of that grocery store and what they choose to do with it or not do with it. If your local grocery store imports food from all over the world, yet the suppliers do not pay the workers equitably for their work, then they need to rethink their work policies and their pay policies. And lastly, if your local grocery store skimps on taking care of those who work for them, they need to examine why they um, even, um, why you shop there. You need to examine why you shop there, if they can't even pay their uh, staff adequately. And also, um, you should shop where their employees you know are respected and appreciated for the work that they do. Another thing that you can do is buy locally um, farmed food from farmers, of course, as frequently as you can. This is something I always advise from, especially if you live in rural places. Um, I happen to not, but at the same time, I can buy little brands of food from smaller um, types of um, stores. I kind of live in a, 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 a greater part of a city and then there's the town that it was originally um, spawned from so I can go into you know the little town and buy little goodies and foods if I'd like and then um, I have the uh, ability to also go out and branch and find other brands but I try during uh, certain seasons to buy as locally and as many foods as possible as I can especially if they're in season that helps a lot. fact of the day is that the past five years in the Arctic have been the warmest on record. That source of fact was found from the Sierra Club Sierra Magazine in the March-April 2019 issue.
So the call to action is just a time in Green of Thoughts where I want to hear your story. You can choose to self-nominate or nominate an individual who exhibits environmental stewardship and supports the environment. Do you work hard in the environmental field, in either an organization or other entity? Either way, let Green of Thoughts know. If you want to tell your story and be in for a unique surprise, please be sure to send a 200-word essay to the email address greenofthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. So the Eco Company Spotlight is a time in Greener Thoughts where, of course, I'd love to hear about your environmentally related products or service. And if you happen to be the owner or someone who loves about um, different types of things that happen to be a product or service, definitely get your ideas out there about it and let Greener Thoughts know about it. I'd be happy to review your product or service, of course. And since uh, April of this year in 2019, I've been discussing uh, companies that I love and definitely support. I bought products from them. I've told people about them. I share their content. And one of these companies for this episode is going to be El Naturalista. Now, El Naturalista is a renowned Spanish shoe brand. They're trying things a better way and have for over 20 years creating sustainable, responsible leather shoes, shoe accessories, and vegan products as well for women, men, and children. El Naturalista is is responsible with the environment, constantly searching, creating, and innovating to attain a sustainable, high-quality product, a commitment that they reaffirm through their quality and environmental policy. You can read more about their eco-policy online at their website. El Naturalista allocates 2.14% of their annual profits to solidarity projects. Some of their completed projects include a constructed chicken farm for a children's home in Tanzania and a warehouse for Miyagi fishermen in Japan. El Naturalista is committed to the environment and being a force for environmental good. They show many ways of this and their social responsibility as a shoe company. Some of their things include having furniture that's used of 50 cardboard chairs and recycled wood tables, the savings of uh, river water for use in emergencies, and using ground rubber instead of lawns to rationalize water use. El Naturalista is one of the most stylish environmental brands I've ever come across and I've ever bought from. I love the intricacy of the soles of the shoes that they have and make and the detailed works of art I think that they really, really are. El Naturalista can be found online at www.elnaturalista.com, Amazon, eBay, List, that's L-Y-S-T, Poshmark, Zappos, and 6pm.com. El Naturalista is on the following social media platforms of Apple and iTunes, but not in the U.S. version. Uh, Facebook at El Naturalista International. Instagram at El Naturalista Shoes. That's all one word, lowercase. LinkedIn at El Naturalista Dash Shoes. Pinterest at El, El Naturalista. And Twitter at El Naturalista Shoes and YouTube at Camina Por La Vida. And their email is eshop 
that's E, the letter E, and then shop at L Naturalista, that's E L Natural, N A T U R A L I S T A dot com. And lastly, you can also contact them by going to www.lnaturalista, that's E L N A T U R A L I S T A dot com forward slash English, like forward slash E N forward slash. Then click the contact link under the section label, labeled customer service at the bottom of the webpage to contact them. So I really hope you all love listening to this episode. I really did enjoy making it and having you tune in. Of course, like I said, it's April, so it is National Mental Health uh, Month and also National Volunteer Month. So that's pretty cool. And so like I said, in all these uh, month's episodes. I'm going to be informing you of a different volunteer organization every episode that you could definitely uh, learn about more and also highlighting a mental health statistic for every episode. So as always, be sure to share this episode and mark it as a favorite, especially if you like it and tune in for uh, the next episode coming up soon. But until then, thank you all. Bye. Mm-hmm.